You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. People were reporting problems with their swimming pools, which appears to be linked to the smoky haze that filled the skies in recent weeks in Rochester and upstate New York. Andrea Zonneville says she's been maintaining pools for 43 years and has never seen so much discolored or cloudy water. She believes this is the result of the periodic drifting of smoke into the region from the Canadian wildfires. The smoke can contain carbon, phosphorus, and nitrogen. And these can be washed into the pools when we get the rain. And phosphorus and nitrogen tend to make the pools cloudy or green. Zonneville, who works with Northeastern Pool and Spa, says the pollutants also consume the chlorine in the water. So people are having to add two and three and four times more chlorine than normal to their pools just to get a chlorine reading or to keep them clean. In addition to adding extra chlorine, Zonneville has two more recommendations for pool owners. Use an effective algicide and keep pool filters running continuously. A winery from the Finger Lakes will be the first in New York to sell its products in Puerto Rico. WXXI's Randy Gorbin has that story. That winery is Dr. Constantine Frank Winery, located near Cayuca Lake. Governor Kathy Hochul and other state officials note that the collaboration is historic and helps tap into a growing Puerto Rico wine market. Megan Frank is the great-granddaughter of Constantine Frank and is currently the winery's vice president. She is hoping the entry of their historic winery into Puerto Rico will open the door for other Finger Lakes wineries to do business there. It's really been from, you know, our inception to be out there. You know, we're, we're in 40 different states. We're in nine different countries. It's important to get the word out, you know, about the Finger Lakes uh, and about all the wonderful things we're doing here in this region. Dr. Constantine Frank Winery is partnering with one of Puerto Rico's largest distributors to sell its wines there. The local winery will be providing its Riesling varieties and rosé for export. Randy Gorman, WXXI News. Candidates for public office in New York disclosed their campaign finances with the State Board of Elections this week. For perhaps the most high-profile local race, the campaign for Monroe County Executive, the filings show Democratic incumbent Adam Bellow holding a wide lead in raising money. WXXI's David Andriata has the details. Bellow raised nearly $487,000 in the last six months for his re-election campaign. That's more than five times what his challenger, Mark Assini, did in the same period. Assini, the former Republican supervisor of Gates, has raised about $92,000 since announcing his candidacy in January. The bulk of Bellow's donations were amassed during a single fundraising event in February, where tickets sold for $500 apiece and VIP packages went for $10,000. Bellow has also outspent Assini this year by a margin of 3 to 1. But Assini has been here before. In 2014, Louise Slaughter outspent him by the same margin in his bid to unseat her in Congress. He was unsuccessful, but came within two-tenths of a percent of winning. The lesson, he says, is that he can't be counted out. I think people are going to be surprised at the end of this race. It's not always about, uh, you know, in a fight, who's the biggest and strongest. Sometimes it's, it's about strategy and, you know, how to attack an opponent's weakness and how to exploit your strengths. I'm everywhere, and... You know, that's the the interesting part. You don't see that in any of the filings. Assini says he's door-knocked thousands of voters and gone through one pair of shoes in the process. He's now shopping for a new pair of Bostonians. David Andrietta, 
WXXI News. WXXI asked representatives of County Executive Bello for comment, but neither he nor anyone from his campaign returned our messages. Academic interventions may look different for this upcoming school year. The Board of Regents presides over State Education Department. This week, its members voted in favor of more flexibility in identifying students who would need academic intervention in grades 3 through 8. Regent Kathleen Cashin said the change should allow schools to consider situations where a student's academic struggles are linked to emotional challenges. The child may be going through something. And therefore, it's not purely academic. It's something emotional that is precipitating his inability to focus. The measure was proposed because state assessments in the spring were the first to use a new standard for measuring learning outcomes. Because of that, analysis of those tests will not be complete before September. And that means some students who may need extra support might not be identified until later in the school year. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.